Do, do, do. Oh, hello. How you doing, Stuart? I'm doing all right. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, good. It's good to be back. Uh, first things first, congrats on going up the leaderboard, because I didn't realise that till the other day. You know what? Second place I'll take. Yeah, you know what? You should have heard Simon. He was he was so over the top. He was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go for Ryan Ross's title next." <laughs> just me and Simon just actually tag teaming it. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, as well, which is so funny with this, is like it started off as a joke, the whole leaderboard thing, and now it's actually become quite real because even Ryan Ross, every time I talk to them, they're like, "Yeah, no, no one's taking our place." <laughs> it's it's like. It's like it's it's like a WWE like you know tag team championships right just like Ryan Ross right just like number one as like the tag team champions right at number one or they're just trying to fight for like you know for first place just to overthrow oh. them. But yeah, it is, and it's just mad. Like, I thought, oh, no, that's going to end. And then I looked the other day, sitting here with Simon, and I was like, damn, you guys have actually beaten half of the people on the podcast. But, yeah. Uh, so, we've done a, we've done a lot of audios uh, since last time. Uh, Saving Private Taylor. You've returned as the monk. Uh, how do you feel about that? Hello. Ah. Yeah. Uh, that's all good. Um, I was just asking. Uh, we've done a lot of audio since last time we spoke. Uh, how do you yeah. feel about returning? Um, me returning as the meddling monk, you know, it's, it's, it's been the best. Like I, I adore this character. It's, it's how I actually wanted it because I've, mm. in my life, I've been, I've been growing up to like, you know, anti-hero, like, you know, type of stuff in like in Marvel, DC and all that other type stuff. Well, so yeah, I that's thought, good. So I thought the, if the meddling monk is like, you know, the anti-hero of, of like you know, of Doctor Who. I can't mm. say no to that. Well, yeah. See, that's the thing because uh, I was thinking back when I was writing this for you, the power of greed. I was thinking mm. about how personally I felt like I'd underwritten you in the first story that you appeared in because, as we both know, you kind of turn up in this kind of saloon bit, and then like you're down in a uh, time corridor, which I yeah. always knew when I that part I was like yeah I really want to bring that up but at the same time I looked at the story and went oh how can I make that more like resentful how can I make it more like you're 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 not just annoyed that you've been sent off you're like really angry at this point 
like and fury like just like yeah. that like action has consequence so I will I will remember this mm. uh, yeah you do because uh, even though the doctor jokes about oh it was funny putting you down that time corridor you're still like mm, that's not funny that's really not funny doctor <laughs> you, you could have done worse I could have ended up coming back here with Daleks or whatever and to you he's like oh you could have worse on your doorstep here and you're like yeah but i mean that's kind of your fault yeah like that's the only thing like when when in when the monk right went into a time corridor does mm. like the, the monk regenerate into the into me like like a past incarnation that went into it you know oh, that's interesting i never thought of it that way because mm. how how can the meddling monk remember what actually happened because I feel like it has to be done in the past and I feel like mm. at that time I'm like the future incarnation of the med- of the monk so that basically means that I could be you know that is brilliant that is brilliant that you've seen it that way because I didn't even notice that yeah that makes sense um because as I've mentioned to you and I've mentioned the cast before, the thing is, originally, the reason I came up with this whole concept with our universe to have multiple incarnations is mm. because then that way each person's story is a bit more individual. And plus, yeah. in the past, as I mentioned before, there was a lot of recasting. So it kind of explains that without having to worry about, oh, wait, hold up. Why does this person sound like this now? Or why does this person sound like this so, I mean, yeah. yeah, you being the future incarnation of the meddling monk makes more sense, to be fair. Because then, yeah, yeah as you said, like, it's the resent, and you're like, well, hold up. <laughs> uh, this is why I regenerated, and I'm still, I'm, I'm getting revenge on you. <laughs> exactly. It's like, because so, um, yeah. there's another thing that was running in the back of my head, like, what would actually happen, right, if there was literally a crossover of, like, the meddling monk Meets the Forgotten Eighteen. Ooh, I mean, as I said, we've got we've got big plans coming up in the future. So I really do want to, mm. I really do want to bring in people's OCs because I just feel like it, uh, it it makes the story bigger and more interesting. Yeah, it's it's just the fact that because it's been like over two two years now, mm. that. That my incarnation is not not had an audio or anything because basically you know few delays and all that other stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, well, this delays is taking its time. Oh, it really has, and the thing is as well, most of the time I'll admit to you, Stuart, it's literally been one or two people with lines. Sometimes I'm having to ask them to re-record lines, so I'll be sitting there and say it won't make sense, and I'll have to message someone and go, hold up, where are your lines? And this is why, as I said, I love when I'm working with someone like you because you'll send lines in and you're always happy to, like, redo lines if I ask them. Some mm. people will be like, oh, I sent the lines. What's wrong? And I'm like, you know what's wrong. You literally looked at the script for two minutes, said two <laughs> two or three lines, and we're like, oh, I can't be bothered. But as I yeah. said with you, I can tell that you're bothered to do this, and that's what's brilliant. That's the, only thing, that's the only thing with me. Like, if someone doesn't like, you know, cooperate or fails, and you figure that that solution out, and you told me about it, I'll be like, ah, oh, shit, I'll do it again, and then see if that one works. Yeah, 
Well, the thing is, as I said, it's it's so brilliant because it's like I like the dynamic you bring with each character, whether it's the monk, whether it's John Taylor in the Saving Private Taylor series. Each time you've performed in any of these audios, I do. I really feel like you've got a relationship between the characters, and it's it's nice to see because I don't like characters to feel like, oh yeah, I've just written them on a page. But yeah. Um, so, talking of which, I recently messaged you, didn't I, about uh, Simon's series? Because yeah. Yeah, uh, I've got I've got an idea of where to go with it. Uh, you're most probably going to bump into Rise Doctor as well at some point because I really mm. just want to go in that direction with things. Um, but yeah, be warned though, Simon keeps trying to kill everyone off, and I'm not letting it happen. <laughs> well, that's the only thing. If Simon's trying to kill the meddling monk, right, it ain't gonna happen. Nah. <laughs> uh, trust Mate. me, right. Because he was talking to me the other day, and I was like, "Simon, you know how you have to, you want to kill everyone off." I tried to give him an easy question. I said, "Simon, if you could kill off any of the companions, who would you kill off?" And he just went all of them. He has no remorse. <laughs> he really doesn't. Oh, uh, don't worry. I, I, I've given him, I've given him an idea of what I'm going to do for the Torchwood special. I will mm. give him a slight bit of revenge, but not for long. Not for long, because, yeah. I mean, he has to deal with three versions of himself, so that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. But, yeah, as I said, the thing is, I really... The thing is, as well, because I've watched The Meddling Monk in episodes, I really do feel like, and even in audios, I feel like he's underplayed sometimes. And yeah. I want to yeah. give you the opportunity to kind of... I guess the word is avenge him, in a way. So but like basically yeah. like you know make make sure that he's like well more known into the Doctor Who universe like I can mm-hmm. defo do that like if I can bring like a character out that has not been redeemed I can easily just like redeem redeem them and just like you know make them as like you know as common as possible. Well, that's the thing because like. I do like I I was discussing the other day with a couple of people I've been writing the Rani I've been writing uh, I've got the toy maker that I'm definitely going to write at some point but I don't want to do it too soon because I feel yeah. like my, uh, thinking of bringing the trickster in at some point uh, the pipe piper from Sarah Jane because I mm. think that's a little bit different but yeah I want to I want to reoccur your character at some point because I do. I feel like your character is going to have a significance in the series because yeah. I always know that the modern era, that the big two villains in the modern era of my series have been the Rani and the Master. I think it's yeah. nice to be like the big overarching villain that people won't suspect in this. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. Be like the same way as I am both of them, but just more fierce and scareful. I mean, I can is, do that. Yeah, and the thing is as well, like, the thing, as I said before, I like about your character is, as we discussed, it's an anti-hero. Like, mm-hmm. you do things, but sometimes, yeah, you may do them wrong, but you do them for the right reasons. Like, for instance, with the episode we just had, you were trying to escape, 
yes, you, you messed up the vortex manipulator, but many people can do that. It's a bit like I was listening to a story once about, I think it was the uh, anti, <clears throat> sorry, apologies. I think it was, uh, you know, the Metacrisis Doctor. And when, yeah, he's building the TARDIS, when he's building the TARDIS out of the route that he's given, he makes a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's something to do with where they've got a secret HQ in their audio about in Big Ben. But he makes a mistake and everything goes wrong. And I oh, think yeah. of it a bit like that. Because I feel like, yeah, your character can be a villain, but trying to do good in, like, you have a good reason for what you're doing. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, talking of which, is there anyone or anything? Because I've, I've started asking this a couple of times now. Uh, you would like me to introduce. Because, I mean, I know I have ideas of what I want to do, but I always like to get ideas off of other people just to have a hint of where they'd like their story to go. Whether it's if you want to team up with the Daleks or you want to team up with the Cybermen. Ooh. Now that is a good question. So would I would I team up, right? Do- mm. The Doctor's, like, you know, arch nemesis... Mm-hmm. Or do I team up right with the Steels? Mm. So team up with the Arch Nemesis, or team up with the Tim Tim Men's? Yeah. Ooh. I know the Master would go for the Daleks. The the Rani, she would go something along the lines with with Cybermen and all that. I mean, it's Gosh, good you mentioned. It's good you mentioned that because uh, I mean, I shouldn't talk about my stories ahead of before they're released, but there is an upcoming story which I've discussed with someone, and right, you know Morgana from the story of Merlin. Yeah. I was discussing with someone the other day. We said about, because I don't want to use the Rani too much, but we were saying, what if Morgana was an incarnation of the Rani and she didn't know it? Ooh. So, like, a, um, it's like a, what, what's it called? From, from the Fob Watch, isn't it? Yeah. And I was thinking about that the other day because, like, I, I just finished writing uh, Knights in Shining Armour. And most yeah. of the plot of that story will go along the lines of uh, the tale of Arthur and knights, and basically the Cybermen have kind of taken over. Um, but yeah, I've gone in that route with it because I thought, oh, you know what? You know how at the moment in the show they keep going on about uh, the Doctor and memories and stuff? I thought, well, wouldn't it be interesting to see if the, the you could have something like the Division? And you just don't mention them in the story, but you know that something's up because Morgana just keeps saying that the Doctor's Merlin, but she see everything she does is very scientific. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what else? 
I think my my meddling monk would actually go for the Daleks because I know for a fact, right? Because that's the Doctor's, like you know, arch nemesis. I you you've given me a brilliant idea. Oh, because, you've given me a brilliant because, idea. because the Doctor doesn't forget what the Daleks have done on the time the time of the Great War. Hmm. Hold up, Stuart. You've given me a brilliant idea. Would you like to be in the finale of Craig's last episode? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. You're going to be in his regeneration story. I know what to do now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I have a episode currently I haven't got round to writing called Earth's Last Defense. And so far it features the Daleks and Davros. And I've just mm. thought it'd be even more of a kick in the teeth to the Doctor, the monk return. Oh, yeah. Daleks. Yep, you're going to be the finale of next season. There we go. But yeah. Ooh. Now my mind is buzzing with ideas. Here we go. Occupation. The thing is as well, I won't lie, the other thing I'm getting inspiration from a lot at the moment is Star Wars. <laughs> I, 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 I'll put my hand up, I watch a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. And, uh, I've been watching like Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff like that. And I've also now gone back in time and started watching things like Buck Rogers for like uh, a dystopian idea. And the one other thing I really want to do at some point is I want to write a story a bit like Planet of the Apes. But yeah. The Monk and Davros and the Daleks. Oh, that's going to be a good story. That is going to be a good story. Especially as I can't see the audience really expecting it. (laughs) Yeah. Talking of which, I uh, previously mentioned about spin-offs. I'm definitely thinking of either giving you a spin-off at some point, to be fair, because, like, as I said, like, you send lines in, brilliant and i really want to like make people more interested between the stories yeah yeah so because i've started doing yeah because i've started doing a bit like what they do on the show when we all watch the show which is you know when they start talking adventures and like you could sit there when did that happen (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah um Hopefully we can get Trinity back to play Missy, because uh, I really, I really do want to get that series. Im- imagine the meddling monk, right, and Missy, like you know, meeting up. Oh yeah. Oh, the meddling monk would. would I, w- I would say this right as not out of context, right? The meddling monk right would be in a drooling spot. Hmm. But 
what he doesn't know that it's technically the master in it in his head. He's like, wait, uh, uh, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> to be fair, I think I'll end up making a joke out of that. <laughs> I think I'll end up writing a scene at some point where your character's just standing next to the Missy. And then the master just kind of walks past and goes, stop dribbling over me. And you go, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> uh, one person I definitely want to get on this podcast at some point is Craig, because we have not spoken at all. And I've got to say, damn. Uh, but yeah, the monk, the monk, the mm. meddling You know what, though? I will say one thing. I'm so glad I changed the story, though, right? Because your story's about Alessandro Volta, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. I, the original plot was, like, it was it was good, right? There was no problem with where it was going. The only problem was history. <laughs> I, was <laughs> yeah. doing, I was doing a lot of research. The original story was going to be, because I feel like telling you this now, the original story was going to be, you were going to be on a train as I think I might have mentioned to you in the past. And I was going to have the story that uh, it was a bit like the Orient Express, the Doctor and uh, Arthur get on and they don't realise you're in control of the train. You're just selling tickets to them and they think you're taking them across London. And um, when they would have figured this out, they uh, originally they would have said they're Sherlock and Watson uh, it would have gone in that direction. The only problem was when I was doing the history research for steam trains, every time I tried to figure out like the rough time they were around or the rough time the first ever steam train was uh, r- ridden by passengers, uh, I kept getting inconsistencies because one was telling me about the American railroads and the other Mm. was telling me about the great steam. So I was going through and I even done some research into what I'd learned about in, um, when I went up London that time in the rail uh, museum. And even then I still found inconsistencies. And I was like, Oh, I really want to put these characters in, but I don't want to get history wrong. And yeah. I won't lie, even even in this Alessandra Volta uh, episode, I almost messed up because I searched up about who invented the light bulb and then found out that, hold up, wait, the battery was, I think it was the battery was invented before the light bulb. So I was like, hold up, I can't talk about light because if I talk about light, it doesn't make sense because it's not been invented. Well, it hasn't been discovered. 